podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the latest video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout. As we look ahead to Fantasy Premier League Game Week 7, it's a double game week this time around and we'll try and pinpoint those under-the-radar gems to help you climb up the rankings. So we'll do this via the goals and assists imminent tables which use the Fantasy Football Scout members area stats to try to predict future returns. We'll see how we got on last week and we did very well by the way. Um, uh, we'll reveal the latest stats ahead of Game Week 7 including a lick, a look a lick even <laughs> the best Burnley and Luton assets I'm not going to be licking the best Burnley and Luton assets because um, I wouldn't we wouldn't pass the YouTube things <laughs> um, in addition we'll take any questions you have at the end of the stream so have a think about those and post your questions at the live chat at the end my name is Joe and joining me to unearth some of those under the radar gems uh, is Fantasy Football Scouts Deputy Editor Tom Freeman Tom welcome how are you I'm good, thanks, Joe. I'm not quite sure how to follow that, but um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm okay. First double game week of the season coming up, Burnley Luton, as you just mentioned. Um, we've got the Tom and Joe derby on Saturday with yeah, yeah. against Brighton Indeed. as well. Um, just looking at the fixtures, we've got Tottenham mm. Liverpool as well that evening, yeah. which promises to be a pretty good. So yeah, yeah, looking forward to this one. Right, yeah, okay. So we got lots to talk. We're going to look at how we got on last week in the tables. That is, that's not necessarily our teams, but just how the tables did, how how well or badly we did in predicting those future returns. We'll have the latest stats. I've got a special table um, on Burnley and Luton assets, so we can we can lick those to our heart, heart's content. Um, and um, we'll we'll have a look at those stats. I did, there's something I did a couple of weeks ago um, on this show, um, but just see what the latest is there, because, of course, uh, Burnley are without their regular striker as well. Um, and also, we'll, we'll do some team reveals. Um, for game week seven and also I've been um, chatting to people on Twitter uh, rather X uh, today about the um, uh, impending wildcard I'm not wildcarding this week but I plan to soon so I was just getting a handle on how people are fitting Haaland and Salah in so I've got two or three drafts to put up I hastily did so ignore the personnel it's more the price points there and some of the sacrifices that may have to be made it might be useful if you're wildcarding this week you've already wildcarded and you're looking to correct something or you're wildcarding at some point in the future um, welcome those already joining us um, in the live chat. Super Tiger, Alan's a Red, CMC Wookie, um, uh, Rodrev, G Wiz, uh, Francis, uh, Rixia, uh, Joe Bob, uh, Historia Films, uh, and many more. Thanks so much for joining us. Do remember to press that like button and do remember to subscribe, which I'm sure you're all already because you're all here, bright and breezy. Um, but do tell your friends to subscribe as well. Um, okay. Um, Let's have a look. Historia Films saying best live FPL cast. Um, uh, thank you very much, Historia Films, uh, for yeah. that. Mm. Um, okay, uh, we'll have a bit of a recap on Game Week 1's goals imminent table. Um, I've got to start with Watkins. We've been trailing him for a while. When will he score? But he's always on the table. He's always been due. Tom, your man at Villa, Watkins, finally scored. Is this? Has he unlocked the door for more goals, do you think? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we, we like you say, Joe, we've spoken about Watkins a lot and that, that hasn't been a lot wrong with his performances. He's just been a bit unlucky. He's been hitting the post. He's been narrowly missing. But in this MRA setup, there's loads to like. He's the focal mm. point of that team. Um, first goal of the season uh, on Sunday. He did benefit from Chelsea going down to 10 men, um, but took advantage of that. He only had 19 touches of the ball in the whole match. He wasn't that involved, but um, he 
popped up when he needed to. Diaby played him in and he had a couple of attempts at the shot, got the goal. Next six fixtures for Villa are better than anybody in the whole league. Um, so, yeah, if you've held on to him, mm. got rewarded last week and now he's a no-brainer to keep for the next six, in my opinion. Definitely. If you can, if budget is a problem, obviously other other uh, Villa assets, Diaby, for example, could do. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, Watkins is one of those really reliable players. And even though he hasn't been scoring... He's been he's been returning. I mean, you don't. I don't really care yeah. whether he scores or assists as long as he gets points. Um, um, so next up, Jackson um, jettisoned by many uh, going into this fixture. Yeah. He rewarded those that jettisoned him with his fifth yellow card for just mm-hmm. talking back to the ref. What an idiot! So he's he's yeah. now banned. He's useless and banned. Um, that's that's yeah. Jackson's story. Um, so if you've got him, get rid of him. Um, because even it, when he comes back, he's rubbish. Um, and Fernando Fernandez um, is is second uh, there. He also blanked for us. Um, basically, yeah. Chelsea's problem: they're playing Fernandez as a number ten when he's not a number ten. They're playing Jackson as a striker. Jackson's sort of the guy you bring on the last ten minutes when you've got a proper striker. Um, so it's difficult for the whole team to gel there. No Jackson this time around, though, because he's banned. So what do you think that's going to do? Who's going to go up top? Roger could be back. Sterling? Well, I was just listening to Pochettino's press conference for the EFL Cup, and he was just speaking just before we came on air, and I think he was midway through, so I didn't catch it all. But he gave um, a bit of an injury update and spoke about Brozier and said he's not ready to play full matches at the moment. He's ready to maybe play 25, 30 minutes. Okay. So I'd, I'd expect to see him this week. If he isn't, what happened at the weekend is Sterling went up top um, for a bit. For a bit. So that could be what they do at the weekend because they haven't got that many options. No. Um, so, yes, Albrosia gets on in the League Cup, see how sharp he looks. But if he, if it is going to be, if that's going to continue, 20, 30 minutes is the most we can expect from him. Then, yes, Sterling could see a bit of time through the middle. OK, um, so um, that, I mean, I've got Sterling in my team. Playing Same Fulham next, thing. if he's playing up front for Chelsea against Fulham. The only problem is, I don't actually have a problem with Sterling. It's just the other guys and the fact that Fernandez will be that guy linking with attack when he shouldn't be, really. So Yeah, I, you, can, you can have the best creators in the world, but if people yeah. aren't finishing those chances, then the, the, yeah. the creation stats aren't going to matter. No. I mean, I own Sterling too. We'll talk about it later, what we're going to do with our teams. But he's actually, he's the one player at Chelsea, mm. I think, in the attacking sense, who's actually looked quite lively. Um, but he is missing a few opportunities, but a lot of what he's creating is going to waste. Yeah. So um, I don't have a problem with keeping him for probably two more fixtures. But no. after that, definite sell. Yeah, I mean, the, the, Fernandes is one of those players that will keep appearing on the goals and assists him in a table. He's creating chances, but they're not of a quality. He's getting into shooting positions, but they're not of a quality. And that says to me, he's going to be, he's been there all this time. I think, was he got one return and missed penalty? Um, I, he, missed, I, he missed a penalty yeah. at West Ham, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, can't, I can't quite remember the rest of the stats off the top of my head, but he, he had a bad miss on Saturday yeah. on Sunday against Villa. Yeah, and exactly. it kind of summed up everything about Chelsea at the moment. A bit of a lack of composure. Yeah. And he came off, actually. He came off after about 67 yeah. minutes, I think. Okay. So. Yeah, um, not good. Next name up, Neto. Now, Wolves strike. They're, 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 Wolves are the poster boys of, of this video and podcast because... From game week one, we have been tipping them. 
we've been they've been they've had great underlying stats. So ever since game week one, stats came in. They they've shown greater stats. Wolves aren't necessarily winning, but their players are getting returns and their budget. Neto is the surprise again. Um, so he's been getting four. He's got four assists for the season. He's now got a goal. Um, so I mean, this is he's one of three goals we've got this week. So it's been a good week for the goals imminent table um, there. Um, people aren't going for him, but I'd be potentially tempted on a wild card for that type of player, a sort of slightly mm. cheaper, but getting consistent returns. And I don't care whether Wolves are rubbish or not. I don't care any of those things. I just want my player to score points. And um, Neto's yeah. in the, in the yeah. running, I think. Yeah, it's a good point, Joe, because when you pick players from these kind of teams that don't score many goals, mm. you need that player to be a talisman for them. You need him to yeah, be, yeah. have that goal involvement, and that's what he's done this year. Wolves have scored six goals, and Neto has been involved in five of them, mm. be it a goal or an assist. So he's becoming that kind of talisman <laughs> figure for them. He played, he played on both flanks at the weekend. He's just better than anybody else in that team, isn't he? He's mm-hmm. a better, you know, he's, yeah. a real, he's got real quality. Um, the fixtures are really mixed for Wolves, but they, they tend to have like a really good fixture yeah. and then a tougher one. And it kind of rotates. I mean, they've got Bournemouth, Sheffield United and Fulham are their next three away games, which are obviously Great. as good as you can get. Mm-hmm. The home games, Villa, Newcastle, Tottenham, Arsenal, mm-hmm. trickier. Yeah. But, you know, you look at the price and um, if you're playing a 3-5-2, which you might yeah. be planning with your wildcard show, there might be an opportunity there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we'll talk about wildcards in a bit, in a bit um, uh, towards the end of the show. And... Um, um, Neto is exactly the kind of player that traditionally my my first wild card uh, needs. <laughs> it needs a sub six yeah. million midfielder who plays and gets consistent returns. It's the sort of um, Bournemouth era Fraser. Um, uh, I've, yeah. I've made mistakes on that in the past, famously Jason Punchin. Um, but I've also <laughs> I've also had successes with that one. And Suchek was yeah. another one. Um, who yeah. was good for West Ham when he first came in, um, especially the way they play. They just sort of aim for the big guy mm-hmm. <laughs> near goal. Yeah, no, he's, he was five million, wasn't he, yeah. when he came in? Yeah, and, so yeah, I, great. I yeah. do not rule out a Neto or equivalent. Um, Eze, next in the list, he blanked, unfortunately, there. So a nil-nil for them, uh, for Crystal Palace. Um, still a good option. It's one of two good, good options. So if you've got Eze, he's a hold. Um, but, uh, Fernandez. So this was, I think I said last game week about Manchester United um, they're going to dictate how the game week went so if you've wildcarded out your Manchester United players you you would have missed out on the likes of Anana's points and Fernandez's goal as well but at the same time you might have got players in that might have done well and it might have freed up funds but so there was this divide really so I did okay this week because I kept my Manchester United players but you know, that could come back and haunt me next week when they um, fail to score against Crystal Palace and then that, that'll be a problem. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm, I don't feel overly confident. <laughs> so don't get too cocky if you've no. got your Fernandes guy. Well, well, I kept my Man United yeah. assets and I had Anana and Fernandes and I still had a rubbish no, week. Right. So, okay. um, yeah, <laughs> I didn't, I, mainly because of a Newcastle defender, yeah. which, which yeah. I don't own. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think if you own these players... Rashford appears on this table yeah. a couple down. Yeah. Still think the fixtures are good enough for a bit longer to keep yeah. the faith, as frustrating as they it can be with Rashford. Uh, Definitely. Especially. Definitely. And Billing is next at Bournemouth. Um, mm. He didn't uh, do well there, but um, uh, I think the score scorer was um, 
uh, Solanke, and it was Christie yeah. um, was his yeah. sister. So like Wolves, Bournemouth, much maligned, people are ignoring them, but they've got some consistent players here. So when they start appearing yeah. on these lists, start taking interest. I also do not rule out getting the likes of Billing or Solanke in. I, I need one for my wild card at some point, one of these types of players, and I don't mind getting one of them. Because it's yeah, game week eight, it looks good. I mean, yeah. get Arsenal out of the way, and they play um, Everton, Wolves, and Burnley in mm. a row. Yeah. So Solanke, he's already been consistent this mm. season. Mm. So why not stick him in on yeah. penalties? We think. Yeah. Um, yeah, it could be a good another if you want to go to a three-four-three and you want that sub mm. or that six million-ish pound player. I think he's a bit yeah. more than that. But if you want, I think Solanke's six. Five or six, six, I can't. Yeah, remember. about that. About that. Um, but, five, yeah. but yeah, but great, uh, yeah, great asset because also there are a lot of other players you can go to. There's the Brighton strikers. Um, um, there's mm. you know the, a, a whole bunch of strikers like Edward, for example. I think's got a hamstring issue at the moment, but uh, we'll mm. find out more later in the week on that. Um, next up, Rashford. You mentioned Rashford there. Yep, he's a hold. A hold. Um, um, I was. I mean, he. I was more impressed with Fernandez because obviously he got the goal. <laughs> But at the same time, Rashford's could have got an assist, I thought, but he didn't. I, I, I for for me as a non-Son owner in game week eight, Rashford to Son looks quite an easy move at the moment. I think he's a hold mm. so far, but I don't think he's ditchable. If you've owned both, I think, definitely. Yeah, I think if he blanks against Palace. Um, this weekend, I think a lot of people will be eyeing up that move to Son as well when they yeah. go to Luton. It's just not quite happening for Rashford as at no. the moment. He's taking a lot of shots. Yeah, I think he's got. I think his goal conversion rate is around about four percent, which is really low for him. Yeah. Um, and he just doesn't quite feel like him. He looks like he really needs a goal to, to give him that bit of confidence to yep. kick on. But but um, Palace at home, it's it's a pretty good fixture. Yep. They conceded they conceded chances to Fulham at the weekend. Fulham had the better chances at the weekend, I thought. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to give him this match. Yeah, um, but ne- it is going to get to get a bit nervy if he blanks. So um, yeah, next couple of names just to round this off. Uh, we got Kuna. Um, as well uh, from Wolves. So, I mean, we've established like Neto's the, probably the one to get there, but Kuna keeps appearing in these tables and gets returns. He's been getting a few returns this season already. And Jordan Ayew at Crystal Palace. Um, I think Eze is probably going to be the main draw, but Jordan Ayew, if you need, uh, if you, you think he, he's actually often on these tables as well and can get returns. He's not someone, if it says Jordan Ayew scored or assisted, I'm not particularly surprised by that each week. He's, um, uh, but Crystal Palace, I think they, I don't know what you think about this, but when Hodgson came back in, they surprisingly were very attacking. They have sort of started that way, but they're sort of reverting a little bit back to Roy Hodgson type. We're seeing nil-nils, one-nils. Yeah. Lack of Elise, maybe. Elise's been out, hasn't he? And when you get him and Eze in that team, yeah. team there's a lot of creativity. But mm. without him, yeah, I get that. I, yeah. I think that there's, there's, there's a lack of goals throughout that team at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, the assist uh, imminent recap next. Uh, um, we're going to need a bigger table <laughs> because there's a whole bunch of assists on this one, uh, thanks to Trippier. Um, so, yeah, a total of four assists and four goals on this table as well. So I've included the goals, even though we tip them for assists, a return's a return. So if you got them in and you, they got a goal and not an assist, 
you know, don't shoot us. <laughs> uh, it's still good. Um, so Banana, uh, Fernandez uh, didn't get the assist. He's top, but he's got his goal, which is great. Uh, Jensen um, didn't get an assist for Brentford, but he got a goal as well. Now, I'll just ask you about uh, Brentford because Rico Henry's not there. And mm. my feeling when I, and this is only watching the highlights, my feeling was that Brentford didn't look as good. Um, no. And Bomo, etc. they still look good, but as a team, they didn't look as good. I don't know whether it's Rico Henry's absence, but um, yeah, I don't know what you think. Um, I yeah. completely agree, Joe. I was so I was so disappointed with them at the weekend. I thought they looked really, really poor. I thought Mbomo looked poor. I thought Wizard looked poor. Um, they, were, they weren't very good at Newcastle mm. the week before. I know going to Newcastle is tough, but there's just that lack of creativity yeah. over those last two games. I'm quite worried about them, to be honest. And Mbomo is a player which I like. Mm. He's got he's got Forest next, which isn't straightforward at the same no. ground. Um, then they play Man United, um, and then they've got Burnley. So the fixtures are, are okay to keep, I think. But there's so many good other options at the moment. I have considered maybe moving them on. Uh, I'm not quite there yet with the decision, but I've just been so underwhelmed by Brentford in the past two mm. that it's kind of forced me to, to, to at least kind of explore it a little bit. Okay. Um, quite a few more people have joined us in the live chat. Welcome, welcome. Uh, likes of Will Shaw, Danny B, um, and Nick. I think I, I may have mentioned you before, but um, there's lots and lots of new new names there. Um, thanks so much uh, for joining us. Um, some of the other names on this imminent table we can sort of skirt over. Gross didn't play. That's why he blanked. Um, but he, he did return for us the previous week, which was great. Sterling, we've already spoken about there. Could be up top. Um, so it could be more goals imminent than assists imminent next week. Um, Kulazewski is a player that we mentioned. I think I mentioned last week, he, whilst he did blank this time around, if you're going for sort of a one-week short-term punt and you can't get to Son, I think Kulazewski is is a good alternative. He seems to be lasting as well. He seems to have the manager's backing. He's not being taken off yeah. early. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's probably... You would you'd put Son Madison ahead but if you there's no reason on a certain given day that Kulisevsky can't outscore them in a game no. week so if it's a shorter term move mm. and you can't get to Son yeah. that could be a way into it for the Luton game maybe if, you, if you're planning to wild card in nine for instance and you don't want to take hits mm. um, he's, he's a cracking player um, okay. so so yeah I think yeah ideally you probably don't want him long term no. but uh, one two weeks it could work um, Eze, we've already mentioned there, um, you know, he's got a, a reasonable fixture next against Manchester United. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, he's, if you've got him, you've got it. Um, I don't think he's a ditch. If you, if you, I can't believe he's the, wor- he's the worst of anyone's problems in their team because um, Eze can do it against anyone. Um, Son is next. Two goals. Uh, Son and Madison are so consistent returners. Um Two goals from Son, two assists from Madison there. Madison's not showing up on these tables because he's already arrived. The goals and assists imminent tables, um, once you've scored more than one goal or one got more than one assist over the last four game weeks, you're off the table in a good way. Um, so then you're on the normal tables. And also you can just watch the highlights and you can see who scored. This is all about the underlying stats, those who aren't registering returns but but have the stats to do so. So could do. Um, Trippier's next, three assists there. Um we spoke um, a bit uh, before before the show. I mean, I was away and travelling, and um, and then when I came back, put it on the in the car, um, and it was something like I don't know what it was four nil, five nil, or something by that stage. And um, so I thought, oh great, I'm going to get a trippier clean sheet. Sheffield United are 
terrible. Um, and then when he's when he did the when he assisted Wilson, and then the commentator said it's his third assist of the day. It was whoop de doo time for me because I got Trippier in. Um, and those of many people who wildcarded would have got Trippier and Botman. Botman scored yeah, clean wow. sheet. Yeah. Maybe maybe they tripled up and got Burning as well, who scored and got a clean sheet. I mean, yeah. Um, all the all of the algorithms at the start of the season pinpointed this game week seven as the start of doubling, even tripling up on Newcastle. And in my head, I, I dismissed that. I thought, well, I'm not doing that. Did that sort of thing last season. Didn't work out. But yeah, what return? I mean, that's that's a huge amount of returns if you did triple up um, on those three. Um, but yeah. yeah, so you haven't got Trippier, but do you plan to get him in? Is he a priority for you, especially with their, with their quite good fixture up next? He, he's, he's not a priority. I think a Newcastle defender is a priority for me. I, I could have bought a Newcastle defender in ahead of um, game week seven. I had the opportunity to do it at a spare transfer and I decided against it. And I'm, I'm kind of kicking myself for that a bit now. Um, but in my opinion, Sheffield United had looked okay in their home games prior to, to this week. I didn't see this result coming. Um, I thought there was a potential for a clean sheet with Trippier, but I certainly didn't envisage him getting multiple attacking returns. Um, so, but yeah, I, I appreciate that. I've probably made a bit of a mistake there, but they've still got the fixtures, Newcastle, haven't they now? Yeah. So I think it, it depends. Like, you know, you can you can go for you can go for the cheaper Botman, mm-hmm. or you can go up to Trippier. This Fabian Sherry was left out at the weekend. Owners are probably a bit disgruntled yeah. by it. Um, but you know, he's still um, you know he's still got a bit of threat from set pieces. Mm. So there's there's loads of options there, isn't there? I'm sure yeah. we we'll bring in one of the cheap. Well, I mean, on. I think I think Botman has replaced Cher because he's he's shown up in a lot of these tables. I think it was when I did, I did a Newcastle video a couple of weeks ago, and uh, Botman has um, his uh, expected goal involvement was much higher than Cher's, and so I think he'd had three attempts on goal at that stage, yeah. which is not bad for a centre back, uh, and Cher hadn't. So maybe maybe we're seeing the tide turning. Um, there and so we have to think of uh, Botman. Botman also on bonus points as well. Um, I mean, I, as a Botman owner last season, I remember he was very good. And he's proving again he's doing well on the bonus point system. So yeah, if you can't get to Trippier, I think Botman is the one, not share at the moment. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, if you can get all three, <laughs> uh, but um, yeah. and uh, and Burn, I'm a bit biased. Okay, Brighton player Burn, so I'm a bit biased there. Um, but um, yeah, good options. Um, Next up is Walker. Now, Walker's, um, we almost sort of dismissed him last week, saying, oh, he's on the assist imminent table. No one's going to go there because they've got, maybe they'll maybe go for Diaz or not bother with the defence. Walker's playing a slightly different role, isn't he? He's, he's getting older, yeah. but he's got more attacking and he's providing, he's more, he's creating chances. So is that something you yourselves have picked up on the editorial team, that Walker's now someone we need to be considering? Well, yeah, like you say, Joe, he's got that different role. He spoke about it after the game at the weekend. Mm. We had spoken, we had, we had flagged it up in the couple of weeks leading up to that as well. He's he's overlapping more now mm. and they're using the right back to get, instead of inverting into the middle, into that pivot with Rodri, they're using them to attack and overlap further forward. Um, I think he's top among all defenders this season for final third mm. touches, Walker, which tells you how far forward yeah. he's getting, how much of the ball he's seeing. Um, he's created eight chances, I think this mm. year which is more than he created in the whole of last season already he's eclipsed that so that tells you that he's getting forward 
I always worry a little bit with Walker around Champions League minutes, but, you know, I think he's going to probably play most games mm. for them. Um, so, yeah, I think, again, he looks like a, he looks like a really nice option. Mm. Is is now the right time to invest in City's defence? Maybe not. Yeah, I mean, City, I mean, looking at the next fixtures, so obviously next up they've got Wolves away and then Arsenal uh, away. So... Yeah, I mean, I've got Diaz. I'm going to field him anyway. Yeah. But because yeah. you never know for getting goal. But I do not think I'm going to be getting a clean sheet from that Arsenal game. Hopefully that Wolves no. game. But yeah. And, and, then it's, and then it's Brighton and then it's the Manchester derby after. Yeah. So maybe now isn't the time. If you've got the player, you're obviously going to play them this week. It Wolves is a great fixture. You probably get, well, you've got a good chance of getting another clean sheet there. But um, maybe somebody to look at again in a few weeks' time. And the role thing is really interesting. Okay. Um, uh, uh, Keith in the live chat said he's had Walker since game week one. He was won over by the captain oh. armband being on him. Um, so well done yeah, there. Really great, good, great man. choice. Because, yeah, he's been mm. a bit of a surprise for us there um eagle-eared um listeners will notice that tom does not have a new mic um but you, you he might sound still great anyway um with uh, with his old sure. mic but yeah it is in transit today so it'll probably arrive like in a minute <laughs> so it but it's going to be, be too late for the show but it is definitely in transit and uh so next show it will be there if um anything if, if you spot anything about the volume levels uh, or anything like that. Let us know in the live chat, and uh, and we'll 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 correct those. But I th- I think we've got them all right at the moment. Um, okay. Um, goals and assists in the tables coming up for game week seven. Um, let's hope we can replicate the success of this week. Um, who knows? Um, top of <laughs> goals imminent it was actually Jackson, but I've removed him because he's not playing. So there's no point. It's saying his goal is going to imminent game seven because he's not going to play because he's suspended. Fernandez, we've spoken at length. He is top here. He's had th- he's had thirteen shots and they've been mostly rubbish. Six have been inside the box. Three have on target. He's had two big chances, missed them both. No goals. I mean, according to the expected delta people, uh, he should have got one point six seven goals, um, but he hasn't because he's not that player. Um, so we're going to sketch over him. Watkins, we've spoken about as well. Um, you think you think uh, a, def- a definite hold. Villa's fixtures improving. Mm-hmm. Rashford is next on the list. If you've got Rashford, he's a hold. Um, three big chances. Missed them all, but he's had six shots on target. 26 shots. 20 inside the box. I mean, he's so close. He's so close to getting a return. Um, and Watkins, by the way, is 16 shots, all all bar one of those inside the box, but just five on target. So a bit more uh, accuracy from Watkins needed. Rashford, well, just keep at it. And one of them is going to go in. Eze, we've spoken about. He's next on the list. Uh, one big chance. Uh, sorry, one big chance missed. He's had two big chances. Eight shots on target. 26 shots, um, but 12 inside the box. So a long range efforts there from Eze. That's what you're getting there. Uh, Billing is next on the list. We've spoken about him. He's had 12 shots, seven inside the box. Not bad for 5.3 million. Could be the key to unlocking um, a few wild cards if you need that sort of player. Lamina, Wolves and Kuna are next. Around 5 million, 5.5 million mark. Um, Around 10 to 12 shots each there. Um, Next up, Gibbs White I flagged as someone to to chat about for Nottingham Forest. 5.9 million. No big chances and just a couple of shots on target. But he has had 12 shots um, and uh, he should have got, um, uh, he's sort of underperforming by about a goal. Um, are you tempted by 
Gibbs White or any Knott's Forest uh, players in general? My only concern is, are they going to score enough goals? And it's a bit like Wolves, I suppose. So you want that player to be have a bit have a large goal yeah. involvement. Now it's been more Awani here um, for us so far. I think Gibbs White is a player I really like. He's mm. got penalties. I think he's on set plays. Um, he's very creative. So when you see him pop up on this list, that's something to take note of because he's taking shots as well, and he's got that bit of goal threat which can add into the assist potential. Um, what they got? They got. Uh, who have they got? They got Brentford Palace Luton next. So, yeah, yeah that's a great run. That. That's a good run. Yeah, it? it's, it's a nice. Yeah, mm. I, don't, I don't dislike that. I think okay. you know, sub six million pound midfielder. People might have a bit of a need mm. for that kind of player, like you say on a wild card. Yeah. I've put him in the scout picks a couple of times this season, and it hasn't quite paid off for him. Yeah. But it does feel like with this kind of player, it's a matter of time that he will. He has got a haul in him. Mm. So, um, yeah, well, yeah, why not with Gibbs? Well, decent option. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, IU is next. He's still there. Still trucking away. Uh, 12 shots, 11 inside the box. Should have got at least a goal over that time. He hasn't over the last four weeks. This is uh, four matches, rather. Um, shots on target three. Had a couple of big chances. Missed them both there. So we've spoken a bit about Palace. Um, I'm, I'm a bit unsure about how uh, many goals they're going to score. I, I wonder if they're reverting to the mean. But yeah, Nottingham Forest, um, I think, is Gibbs White is the is the one I hope um, we can get some smug points for next week to say he mm-hmm. scored and like a Wolves striker, that kind of thing. Um, let's move on to assist imminence for next week, for game week seven. Uh, Fernandez is top. So he's got us a goal. Bruno Fernandes uh, playing Palace. Uh, he is due an assist. Uh, he's created 18 chances. He's taken 23 corners, scored two goals, had an assist and had seven successful crosses. Um, and that's over the last, just over the last four matches. These are great stats. Um, his expected assist delta. So he should have got um, at least one and a half assist. I don't know what half assist is, but um, so somewhere between one and two more assists than the one he's already got, um, according to expected stats. Um, Jensen is still there, still trucking along with the 13 corners, 11 chances created. If you think Brentford are going to um, improve um, from their last week's showing, uh, Jensen at 5.4 could be another intriguing enabler. Um, just uh, one assist, though, already in the last four matches. Eze, we've spoken about 16 chances created, 21 corners, um, 13 successful crosses on top of his goal threat as well. He's, a, he's exactly, if I owned Eze, I'd be keeping because these are these are great stats and he's a good player. Um, Fernan- Enzo Fernandez, we've mentioned to death here. <laughs> We're not going to mention him again. Um, OK stats, but they're not of a quality, basically. That's the way. Uh, Pascal Gross uh, was was ill. He could be back against your lot, Villa, Tom. Um, so um, I think this is there's going to be a lot of goals in this match um, with Villa against. Do you, do you get the feeling with your the way Villa play? Do you think that that will invite a few goals from Brighton? Um, and by the same token, the way Brighton play, do you think that will invite some goals from Villa? I think it will be quite end to end. I think it will be open. Um, we've been really good at Villa Park. For a, for a while now, mm. so I feel reasonably confident. But I think you know you, you all have chances. I'm sure yeah. of that. I I, heard, I I had heard that Gross was out until after the next international oh, break. Okay, fair but, enough. But but I can't remember. What, I'm trying to recall where I heard that. I'm not sure if it was from Zerbi. I think it was a, something okay. about a muscular problem. But um, okay. I could, that's just one to have a look at. 
If he's okay. fit, good option. Okay, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Good to know. Yeah, but a couple of people are saying that in the live chat as well. Um, okay. So, um, yeah. Um, uh, there's me being hopeful that he'll be back <laughs> but yeah he might not be um so Kudasevsky, we've mentioned and son are both in this so assists are imminent for son but part of this is a bit of a hangover from son still playing out on the left so we're still seeing those trickle mm. through the figures because he's more of a goal threat really and also with stats with son he's very very accurate so if you see him only getting three shots over two weeks it doesn't matter because he's probably got three goals <laughs> from that um, but nevertheless, Kudasevsky, 15 chances created, um, five corners, a couple of goals already, um, no assists yet, three successful crosses, should have got um, well over another assist there, playing Liverpool next. Son, uh, also good, 11, 11 chances created, five five goals. I mean, wow, um, one successful cross. So this is showing this is showing the transition between Son showing up in this table moving down the table and becoming more of a goal threat. Five goals. That's, that's, that's incredible. Well done for those that got all of those goals. Um, Sterling next, we've mentioned nine chances created, two goals um, so far. Um, not too shabby for 7.2. Uh, five successful crosses. Got Fulham next and he's got an assist. Um, if somehow Chelsea can gel a bit more, perhaps Jackson's absence will create that play. So we've mentioned that. And then just to round off the table, we've got a couple of Liverpool lads. Uh, Sabozlai and Diaz. So Sabozlai, very quietly, is uh, racking up the underlying stats and he could be due um, some good returns soon. He has got a goal last four, has got an assist last four, proving consistent, should have got at least another assist. He's had 14 corners, 12 chances created, six successful crosses. And then Diaz at 7.6 million, seven chances created, a couple of goals um and uh, successful crosses, none, none, unfortunately, uh, considering he's playing out wide, that could be a concern. Um, also, Diaz is competing a lot. But yeah, going back to Liverpool, uh, Tom, so, so Bosley, he's nailed and he's racking up these types of stats and he's getting returns and he's 7 million. He, he could be a player that, that people consider getting in soon, do you think? He's a player I really like. I mean, he's um, he, he's very he's very creative. I think he's really impressed Pop since coming in, and he's been an ever present. Part of the problem, part of the issue with Liverpool's other attackers, bar Salah, is that they get rotated a lot. Now this guy isn't he's playing week in week out at the moment. Um, so yeah, there's a bit of appeal there. I, I think I'd prefer to take the punt on Darwin out of the two. Yeah. He's a similar price. Yeah. But um, but Shabozle is a great player. He makes them tick, and uh, if he's playing well, Liverpool tend to play well. So um, yeah, I mean everybody's going to be looking at Liverpool probably in a couple of weeks' time. Get the yeah. Spurs bright fixtures out of the way, mm-hmm. and um, if people can't get to Salah, they're going to be looking at these type of players who can yeah. come in and just try and get a few of those points if, if Liverpool go big. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I, I think if if I wasn't to go for Salah on a wild card, if, if other people choosing not to go with Salah for when Liverpool's fixtures improve I probably want to triple up on them and you can by getting the likes of Sabozlai Darwin Nunes Alexander-Arnold that may be doable um, especially if you don't have Salah but if you've got Salah and I've tried tinkering this the likes of Alexander-Arnold a good Liverpool um, option as well as Salah that's tricky so it's sort of Salah or bust really um, there, I mean, they, they don't really, they don't really go that cheap. 
so you can't really um go there and salad does take a lot of budget um let's move on to Luton and Burnley they've got a double game week um so I find myself in my team um with a with a Luton striker now and also um a Burnley defender so something's got to give there um so I try I try to do a table to see who are the best assets um and and that's why I put best Luton and Burnley players but best in sneer marks because <laughs> there aren't any um so it's very similar to the one I showed before, but obviously we uh, Foster is is not sort of flagged up. I don't know when is Foster back in the second game of the double game week. So okay, so yeah, I believe so. Yeah, so, I think he's suspended. He misses out on the first one. Okay, um, and then back for the for the second okay. match. So so if you've still got Foster, keep um, because he's still going to play, especially you know a good game um, against Burnley in his neck his neck sorry against Luton for his Ooh. next game. So he's definitely a hold, but he's probably one I wouldn't get in because he's not a double game week player. He's a single game week player. Yeah, um, no, forget him. I think if you yeah if, if you haven't got him already, don't consider him now. Uh, okay. Obviously, the only reason we're really looking at these players is because they play twice, or yeah. at least we hope they do. Yeah. Um. So th- I've sorted this by minutes per expected goal involvement, non penalty, and I mean this is how bad it all is. Mapanzu, uh, uh, who costs four point nine million, he's had he's just got six points, one start, uh, one chance created. And he's a minutes per expected goal involvement every 143 minutes. That's the best. Then you've got Brown at Luton. Same price. Nine, just nine points, FPL points, two starts and three chances created. Uh, minutes per expected goal involvement. Non-penalty every 199 minutes. It gets worse. Ramsey at Burnley, five million. Um, just the three points, just the one start. Um, at similar minutes per expected goal involvement on penalty every 204 minutes and then you've got this big old leap down you've got Barkley 4.9 million just four points two star I mean these are dreadful minutes per expected goal involvement every non-penalty every 270 minutes I mean that's every once every three matches he's expected to get a return they not get a return um, and then Brownhill Burnley 4.8 I mean these are the sorts of players if you've got hold maybe play but I mean, there's very few of them you want to get in, except um, for Morris, who is next up, who is also rubbish in terms of minutes per expected goal involvement, non-penalty, a goal involvement every 315 minutes. That is atrocious for a striker. He's got an assist, but he does have a couple of goals, penalties. He's on penalties. He's got 26 points. I don't care how you get the points as long as you get them. 26 points is good for 5.5 million striker. He could get, so he's got an assist and two penalties. So he might get you a goal, might get you an assist, might get you a penalty. Um, so with three chances created, I think he is by far the best to bring in um, in terms yeah. of attacking players. We've got Foster, just a single game week player we've, 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 we've mentioned. Ogbene at Luton, um, just the six points, four chances created pretty poor and Amduni at Burnley has been playing I think he's been playing right and saying been playing up front in Foster's absence um he's 5.4 million he's got 15 FPL points um he has started um all of them but his um his chances created is two as well um and his minutes for expected goal moment is poor at 350 minutes but um he is exactly the sort of differential that could pay off here. So if you if you if you're a hail mary player um, of FPL, then get Amdouni <laughs> in. Um, but as you can see, they're all they're all they're all rubbish. But I would probably say 
Morris at Luton. I don't know if you'd agree with me, Tom, but a Morris at Luton yeah. and a Luton defender are probably your best chances of points. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I'd agree with that, Joe. I think that if quite a few managers own Cabal, started with him at yeah. four million. He missed the game a few weeks back, but he seems to have got back yeah. into the team in that wing back role. So I think that Cabor is you're going to play him. You probably won't get much, but you never know. He's created a couple of chances from mm. those wide positions. And then I think Morris. I mean, I think he's had three big chances this year, and two mm. of them have been from the penalty spot. So, but you never know. You might get lucky. You might get another penalty. I actually yeah. think he's a bit of a threat when I've watched Luton. Yeah, yeah. You can tell, you can tell the team yeah. team is set up around him. Yeah. And I just think, you know, look at those fixtures, Everton and Burnley. You've got Forrest a couple of weeks after that. So you could potentially hold him a bit longer if you yeah. needed to. Yeah. I think Amdouni, like you say, he's been playing that number nine role, but he does get hooked quite early. He started five mm. games, you can see there. Yeah. But he's coming off around about 65, 70 minutes mm. most weeks. That isn't going to happen with Morris. He's quite, he's quite, he's quite young, isn't he, Amdouni? He's quite a... Yeah. So, but like, if... Um, yeah, you want minutes, you want the players to be on the pitch for 80, 90 minutes. You're going to get that with Morris. I yeah. can't guarantee you get that with Amdouni. No. So I think that's probably, and, and you've got penalties for Morris. Amdouni probably doesn't have penalties. I think Rodriguez, or actually for Burnley, it's quite interesting. I think Rodriguez, I think, is down as their, mm-hmm. their main taker, but he's not really playing that much. I'm, no. I'm, maybe there's a Burnley fan in the chat, they can kind of um, advise on that yeah. and who they think will step up next. But um, But yeah, I think Morris is probably the one. And like you say, a Luton defender, Cabor, something like that. You could because you can quite easily bench him after that if they're yeah. four million. Yeah, um, definitely. That, that's what I think as well. Um, mm. uh, but uh, it, it, it's poor. Um, a, a few yeah. questions in the live chat already. But I mean, do do um, do have a think about questions. We'll answer them at the end. But I will answer this one now. From people saying is is uh, Morris um, a, a good cap? Is he captainable this week? I personally think not. Looking at these stats here. It doesn't matter that he's got two games. Yeah, I mean, you get two two bites of the cherry here, but um, I think, um, you know, uh, Haaland uh, uh, away to Wolves, I think, looks a much better bet than Morris. Um, but I think Morris is a good own. And I think if you do want to go for it, I mean, there's nothing wrong with double captaining a striker there. And and I, I don't agree with that because, you know, because people captained Dennis at Watford two years ago and he didn't score. Because they're completely different players in different teams. But... Yeah, there is the similarity is they're not great players in great teams. And whereas Haaland is no, a great, great player in a great team. Yeah, they're not they're not going to these type of players are probably going to be lucky to get into double figures at the end of the season yeah, yeah. for goals. You know, if, top, if Morris yeah. gets 10 goals, I think that'd be a success. But they've got the two fixtures. Um, I don't think I would captain him if I owned no. just because. Haaland scored a hat-trick against Wolves earlier this year in the home match, didn't he? Mm. I know he's going to Molyneux, but under Gary O'Neill, they they do give up chances. They do commit players yeah. forward. And so I think I would still go for Haaland, but I still mm. think Morris, in terms of a second striker to own this week, it, it, is, is a really, really decent pick. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, captaincy, you're betting against... Two fixtures, great, but you're betting against Haaland not mm. doing anything. And we think Haaland will probably be rested tomorrow night against Newcastle in the League Cup. So he'll have had a week off. So mm. you haven't got any fears with that, even though they've got Champions League after that. So, um, yeah, I, I still think I'd be looking at Haaland over Morris for captaincy. 
definitely um what we're going to do is we're going to um uh, reveal what we're doing with our teams um, and then we're going to have a chat about wild cards just in that following on from so I'm, I'm starting to think about it i've got i've got three wild card drafts to put up um so we'll have a chat about those as well while we're doing that do have a think about some questions put a question mark uh on those questions in the live chat and we'll come to those at the end after that um, okay, um, so lots of you in the live chat. Do remember to press that like button, really helps us out. And uh, do remember to subscribe if you're not already. Um, Tom, here's your team. Do you want to tell t- tell us who you've got and what your plans are? Yes, so, um, right, so we've got uh, Ariola in goal, who I think I'm going to start over Ch- Anana this week. Mm. Both keepers have got um, home fixtures, but I think I prefer that home one having watched Sheffield United at the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that, that could change, but I'm on Ariola at the moment. I've got three defenders, and I think this is probably everybody watching will agree this is the area which which needs a transfer. I've currently got Saliba, Stupinan, and Chilwell. Yeah. Um, happy with the first two. Um, Stupinan, not an ideal fixture, but he's got that attacking mm-hmm. threat. Chilwell feels like a problem. I should have made the move last week. I thought that he would play on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I, I've got to admit, I completely misread that game. I thought that Villa were really going to struggle coming off the back of a European game. Yeah. I thought that Chelsea were going to were going to have that six days rest mm-hmm. beforehand. I thought that I, was, I thought they would beat us. I was chatting to my son on the way to football on Sunday morning. I said I thought they were going to beat us two 0 two one, and I just completely got it wrong. So mm-hmm. I think I've got to admit that mistake with Chilwell. Yes, he could he could play with Gusto suspended if they shift Dizazi to right back, but I just don't think I. I mean, do we even want Chilwell playing at left back, costing five point seven million? No. I'm not sure we do. So I think that's an area which I need to look at with one of my two free transfers. Yeah. Okay. Um, so how much how much money have you got in the bank then? Oh, you got two free transfers, so I suppose it doesn't matter. Yeah, so much. I'm just going to check. I think it's just under one million, but I'm just oh, going to okay. confirm. It's 0.9 million. I've got okay. two free transfers. So, so you so you, you, you can't there. quite do Chilwell to to um, Trippier just off the bat. You would you would need to make a second transfer. Um, no, I think I can. It's oh, Chilwell, okay. it's providing providing Chilwell still. Oh no, hold on a minute. Hold yeah, because I. I think Chilwell went down in price and Trippier went up. He's gone down, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that was it. I could have done that last week and it would have left me with nothing yeah. in the bank. I can't do that now. I think I'll probably make two transfers anyway this week. Okay. But I'm not sure if I want to go up to Trippier. I'm, I think I'm going to go down to Botman. I think, okay. that extra money, I think that extra money in my team would be quite useful further forward. Yeah. So I'm also looking at, I think I'm going to want Madison in game week eight. Yeah. So um, I mean, I'll, I'll run through my midfield now okay, quickly. Yeah. I've got um, I've got Son, Sterling, Mbomo, Fernandez, and Rashford. Great. And then I've got uh, Alvarez and Haaland up front. Haaland captain, and on the bench Archer, Adogi, and Gahey. Okay. So yeah, just going back to the midfield point, mm. I do think um, there's two players I really want in, and one of them is Diaby, um, who I'd love to get in mm-hmm. this week. I don't. I, it would have to be for either Sterling or Mbomo. But then I'm kind of thinking, even if I make that move this week, I, I need a slot for Madison. I don't think I really want to go into that Luton fixture. No. If the scan come, if the scan comes back clear that he's got, he's currently flagged. But if yeah. he's okay, yeah. which we think he probably will be, yeah. then I think I need to keep that slot, slot open for him. So I don't really want to go into those that three-game run for Spurs when they play Luton, Fulham and Palace without Madison. No. So that's kind of playing on my mind a bit with that. So I think that Botman coming in for Chilwell this week makes a lot of sense. Um, I don't think I need to make a move in attack because I think that Alvarez 
think he'll play again. I think he'll play in the League Cup tomorrow because I think Haaland will be rested. But I still think he'll play at the weekend because yeah. they need him now. They haven't got many options. Yeah. So um, maybe the defensive move. And I, I could do a second move. I could go a stupid anti if I wanted mm. that Luton double game week, maybe. Mm. So a couple of the two defensive transfers would actually sort that defence out. Yeah. And it would look suddenly look quite good for this week because of course you can play a dogie the following week Gahey's always yeah, always a good yeah. option Gahey the following week yeah. yeah yeah um so um yeah that 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 would be a good move I, i'd be tempted in your position because you've got mm. alvarez so you're not going to want to get morrison um archer's you know a good uh, a playing 4.5 or so striker that's gold uh, he you know and he has scored mm. Um, so we'll get yeah. returns eventually, but good, a good on the bench. You've got Alvarez, he's not going to go anywhere. So you're not going to, Morris, so if you want to get into, get a bit of double game week sort of flavour to your week. Yeah, Stupinan. I, I was I was considering uh, this week a Stupinan myself took a ball. Um, yeah, because so, you're not going to, because the Brighton fixtures to follow, Liverpool and Man City, yeah. you're not going to want them to play them then. And then you're probably going to be wild carding around yeah. that time to bring bring your Brighton players back in. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so I'm kind of fine with selling him this week. Um, I did consider, and I could go um, Chilwell down to a Botman, and mm. then I think there was, there was some way I could get Archer up to Morris, but then that creates benching problems yeah, yeah. going forward. That that four point five slot for your first sub, I like it for the attacker, especially with you know Salah, yeah. Madison, the, these kind of players that um, you want to going to be bringing in and who who are going to kind of cost a fair fair chunk of cash. So I don't know if that's a good idea now to suddenly go to eight playable attackers. I, um, I mean, I I think that um, if I was in your position here, <clears throat> I would do with your two free transfers a stupid answer, Kabor. Chilwell yeah. to Botman, that would free up um, a big, a big, well, nearly two million, wouldn't it? It would save a bit, wouldn't it? Yeah, and a you, stupid one's just over and, five. And then the, yeah, fo- the so um, the following week, you yeah. you could you've got your pick. You can you can cope with whatever injury may come. But if you want to get Madison in, you've got so much money. Yeah. You don't have to worry about price rises or anything. Um, and, yeah, and then you've got a great defense the following week. Yeah, and, and, and I can, yeah, it improves the defence this week. I can choose then next week. Do I do I want to sell Sterling now? Sterling goes to Burnley in that week, mm. but if it's another poor performance at Fulham, you can go up to Madison. Umbomo plays Man United next week. A poor performance by Brentford against Forest could force me into going Umbomo to Madison. So I do think that I've maybe neglected my. I went when I started the season. I started with this rotation in place with players like Gahey and Adogi dropping to the bench and then coming back in for the good fixtures, and it's generally mm. worked pretty well. But I, I'm, I'm still kicking myself for missing that Newcastle defender, mm. okay. and so I think I need to. Re- I think I need to rectify that and say, look, I am going to focus on my defence this week. Um, we have um, a defender of Jackson in the live chat, Branamir, uh, labelling Jackson as an idiot, useless, and rubbish is too much. He says to me, okay, the guy doesn't perform, but Joe, you really should educate yourself and learn that this is really poor language to use. The reason I use that specifically there, I wouldn't say that ordinarily if they just didn't score. Um, if a striker gets gets five bookings for dissent, that's idiocy. Mm. That's idiocy. Mm. That's that's idiotic behaviour. He should have learned after the first, didn't. Didn't after the second, didn't after the third, didn't after the fourth, didn't after the fifth. That's idiocy. Um, is he rubbish and useless as a striker? Yes, he is. 
So I'm going to defend those, the use of their words. I'm not defending, I'm not saying that about his character. As a striker, he's no good to us as FPL managers. And as a player, even though he's young and he commits five, you know, five attempts at getting it wrong and wrong, that is not the behaviour of someone who is clever on the pitch. And that's something he needs to learn. At. So um, that's me. Well, I think, um, yeah, we, we spoke about it, I think, last week. Didn't we? I mean, Pochettino yeah. came out in the media and said that he'd spoken to Jackson yeah. about this. Even his manager spoke he, to him. Yeah, he said, you can't get, you can't keep doing this. You're getting the team into trouble. So, so to then see that happen again, <laughs> when you've been warned about yeah. it, it's kind of ba- baffling. Just keep your mouth shut. You know, yeah. it's, it should be quite, I know when you're in the game, yeah. it, 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 you know, I, well, I can't imagine because the closest I've played is five aside every week. Yeah. Um, but I, get, I, I know you get worked up in that situation, but if that happens about five times in the first <laughs> six matches. That's insane. Yeah. That is, um, yeah. that is, you know, yeah. you can tell the pressure is getting into him he's a player you know Darwin was much maligned last season he's coming in he's Mm. finally showing now why Jackson may become a big player for Chelsea Mm. in the future but at the moment um I think this this will do him good being taken out of the team I think for a bit and um I'm not even sure if that central striker role is the best position for him it might be off the wing he, Um, he needs to calm down so as an example say Darwin Nunes last season got sent off after reacting to a lot of um, sort of goading from Anderson, I think it was, at Palace. Yeah, and, that's right. Yeah. But I hadn't seen... And so immediately you think, right, well, OK, every time he's up against that type of player, he's going to get sent off. Didn't happen again. So that's mm. reverse of what Jackson did. So um, that is why, you know, I said those comments there and I stand by them. And I think I'm going to... I think there's going to be a few people in the chat agreeing there um but it's not it's not about his character as a person but on the pitch and that's what we can comment on um so um okay let's move on to my team (laughs) um okay so uh yeah i got got rid of chill for trippier i was close to doing alvarez i had ferguson for alvarez but i just thought i'd give ferguson a go i hope he's got over his cold did but he was hooked and um that cemented a decision for me um, that I've made this week, which I'll come to in a sec. Um, I'd lo- Ferguson is great, but he's young and he's not going to play every game and he's possibly not even going to last 45 minutes um, because there's so many options in attack at Brighton. So as an FPL asset, probably not the best. I've, I've got his, his hat-trick already this season. I'm just going to take that and run. <laughs> yeah. um, so I have got um, Anana. Uh, against Crystal Palace at home, uh, Ruben Diaz against Wolves, Trippier against Burnley, and I've gone for Bayer, who faces Newcastle, who just put eight past another promoted side, and then Luton. Um, and so I'm umming and ahhing between risking Bayer and Estupian, and I think I'm just going to think in my head, I just want as many players as possible. So by the final match, Luton against Burnley. I'm just going to play. Um, uh, I'm going to play um, Bayer instead. Uh, yeah, I think I'd do the same and just hope that that Luton fixture mm. they could they could get a clean sheet in it. Definitely. Um, okay, so I've got my midfield. I've got Madison, who I hope is fit to play. Um, Rashford against Crystal Palace. Bernardo Fernandez, Crystal Palace. Uh, Saka, I've still kept. Sterling, I've still got. I mean, these have all got great fixtures. Bournemouth away for Saka. Fulham away for Sterling. Um, I've got Haaland, captain. I did have Ferguson. I removed him. I have made a very rare early transfer. I do not like to do this, but 
Um, sometimes when there are times when money does get tight. <laughs> um, so, um, so now I have, I had nothing going into this, um, because of doing the, the, uh, trippier move from Chilwell. Um, so, um, what we do is, uh, I've got Morrison because I've, it gives me 0.5. I think it, I think it's 0.5. I've got left in the bank. Um, and he plays Everton and Burnley. I think he's a great option. Probably the only option from Luton and Burnley that I think is going to get any reasonable amount of goals or goal mm-hmm. involvement. But what I, what I quite like about this is it gives me 0.5. So I want to get Son in game week eight. I could, I could do Rashford to Son easily. But if the worst happens, Son double rises, even triple rises, and Rashford goes down one. It's enormously tight. I might just about to do that. I don't know. I could also do Sterling. Oh, sorry, I could do Saka to Son straight off the bat as an early game week eight transfer. Um, and uh, I can do that if Son doesn't rise. So he's given me the option for that. But basically, Morrison for Ferguson has just given me a little bit. I don't have to stress next week. And yeah. I've got a range of players I can get rid of. I do want Son. So I'll play a doggy. So on my bench, I've got Turner, a Stupinan as my first sub. I, I like him as a first sub. I don't need to get a clean sheet. Archer, a doggy. And then, so next week, I'll better go in with a doggy, Madison and Son, because uh, cause that's the game. I mean, Son is captainable as well. I'm sure we'll discuss yeah. that next week. Um, yeah. Because Haaland uh, is uh, away to Arsenal. Yes. Yeah, I think, um, I think that's a good... I think that's. A, I think it'll be a popular pick. Spurs is the early kickoff that week, but I think they'll they'll, they'll be popular that week. Yeah, I do think so. So Son, I mean, I mean, I've already got a doge in Madison, so it might just be over overdoing it. Um, and Haaland, mm. you know, he's still he's still. If if he was at home against Arsenal, yeah, I'd captain Haaland. But I think and this... maybe um, Matt, sorry, sorry, just to jump in really mm. quickly, maybe Declan Rice and the outcome. If yeah. he's out, with, which I don't think he is, I don't think it's serious. But if Declan Rice were to be out, knowing that Partey's out as well, then that's when I think that I would be thinking, let's go Haaland. Yeah. If Rice is back, I'm not so. I, I might think that is a week to maybe mm. take the risk and not yeah. go for Haaland. I think it's uh, it happened. So um, Ali, who won FPL last season, we we analysed um, you know his captaincy decisions. He only captained Haaland half the season. He went to Salah, Rashford, Rashford, whoever. Um, this is even outside of double game weeks. So he mixed it up there. And, you know, we'll be um, eight game weeks in by then, game week eight. And I think this could be the first time I don't captain Haaland um, this season um, then because I think yeah. Son is, is, a, is, a, is a better option there. Um, as people are pointing out in the live chat, I, I'm playing Bayer and Morris. <laughs> lol <laughs> so yeah i know i know i know that's why a stupinan could um, i still don't rule out playing a stupinan instead i just think villa are going to score so i'm thinking my ceiling for a stupinan is probably a assist and showing up yeah. and not conceding too much five points yeah I'd, I'd be very surprised if we don't score we tend to villa tend to score in most home games under mra so then you're not expecting Bayer to get much out of Newcastle. So it's kind of like Bayer at Luton or a Stupinen at Villa. And yeah. I, can, I, I can kind of see why you would take that risk. That Luton match with Burnley, it wouldn't surprise me if it was like a 1-0 win to no. Burnley or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, and, and he passes so well, much that he can, he can rack yeah. up bonus points. He was their best player, I think, against Man United um, on, on the Saturday evening. So... 
Yeah, I think it's not like you're talking about transferring him in. You've already got him. Yeah. So I, th- I, I get why you'd play him. Yeah. Definitely. Um, also, I, I saw the flag on Madison. Lots of people in the live chat are asking about him. It doesn't look like it's a, a, a serious problem. Madison doesn't think it is. Um, so even if he misses this week, he, it's not long term. He'll be at back. But I think I think he'll yeah. I think he'll be fine. I mean, he's so necessary. Spurs. It's a massive game. Madison's not going to want to miss out on on this. Um, so that's why I've got a stupid. I wanted to get a good first sub. So if you have got Madison, get a good first sub. Um, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think Madison's the kind of player that's going to come on. He's either going to start or not, or not at all. That's the way. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, I mean, he, he jarred his knee, didn't he, on Sunday? He played on for a bit after. Mm. He was then taken off with Son, who wasn't 100% either, according yeah. to Postacoslu. But then after the game, um, or, or, or news, Postacoslu said after the game that, look, the fact he played till almost mm. the end is a positive. He didn't see a problem. Mm. Then it came out that he was going to have a scan on Monday. That could just be a precautionary measure. Mm. measure but nobody sounded too concerned on mm. Sunday after the game. So um, I'm sure we'll know. And no. Postacoslu seems like a pretty straightforward guy. So... Um, I think we'll, he'll probably say in his presser, if he is a doubt or if he, or if there's no if there's nothing to worry about, if the scan comes back clear. But even if he does miss out, you don't want to sell him. No. So um, given what's after that, unless he's ruled out for a few weeks, weeks which I don't see happening. So. Uh, JS in the live chat says, Bayer's going to concede 16. Eight versus Newcastle. <laughs> and eight versus Morris. I think Morris is <laughs> becoming something that he's perhaps not <laughs> in our heads. Um, but nevertheless, yeah. uh, it is very possible he could concede eight against Newcastle. Um, okay, what we're going to do is, um, so, so just to just wrap up this team. Um, yeah, I've done, done my move, so I'm not going to worry about it anymore. And then game week eight, I'm looking to get Son in. I don't know who for, but one of those midfielders will go. And then game week nine, I'm going to wildcard. Because by then, by game week nine, I'll, I'll just be a little too invested in Spurs. I've still got the, I'll still have a bit of Manchester United. Uh, I, I I won't have Salah um, and I'll have Morris up front. Uh, it'll just be the exact, it'll be a wildcard team, basically. Um, okay. Um, what I'm going to do, we're going to t- chat about here is uh, wildcards, just briefly. Um, there'll be some questions in the live chat. Do put your question mark there and we'll, we'll, we'll answer those. So do start putting your questions in there and we'll come to them. So I'm going to wildcard gaming nine. Some people have already done that. Some people are doing it this week. Some people are doing it after gaming 10. Some people are doing it around gaming 18, 19, so that they can catch. Uh, ha- Harlan's absence um, because of the uh, World Cup, the, the club World Cup um, uh, commitments there. So um, I've got three possible drafts in. I'll run through them quickly and see what you think of them, Tom. And, and feel free to put any comments in the live chat as well. Um, ignore the players as such. It's all about the sort of the price points. So some of the players are a bit different. So you might see Turner in there. It's actually Ariola. So. Um, okay, so this is the first one here. Um, I, it says Turner there, but it's really Ariola. I really uh, last week I spoke about the Ariola Leno partnership. I do really. I think they rotate really well. What I hadn't looked at was how well they rotate going forward. So it was just for the first few weeks, but it keeps going on and on. <laughs> They're just mm-hmm. absolutely perfect. They're both great players, and I think Leno may concede. But as we've seen, he's so those have actually opted for the Ariola Leno double up again and going for Leno so far are doing well there so um this one has got um it's basically got Salah but no Trippier so no premium defenders 
but it has got a sort of a 7 million or so striker. There's about 1.5 million in the bank. All of these drafts have got about 1.5 or so million in the bank because um, to take into account, you know, everyone, I've got quite a low value in comparison to others. Other people might have even lower than me. Um, so it just shows you what, what you can do. So I've got a Stupanan who I want to keep. Um, I've got still got Bayer, but that could be any 4 million um, defender. Um, and then I've got three... Four point four point five to five million defenders. Botman for Newcastle, uh, Matty Cash, and a Dogey, and I think that will cover me because I'll play three at the back, and then whichever's got the worst fixture out of Stupin and Botman, Cash, and a Dogey, I'll just I'll I'll bring the other one in off the bench there. Um, so I've kept Saka. I just really like his consistency, which is the same reason I want Salah because I like his consistency. They may play bad, but they'll do well. But Salah comes at a cost. And the cost here is no Trippier, no Alexander-Arnold, for example. Um, Matoma is a player I want to get in. I consider a move from Fernandez or Rashford to Matoma an actual upgrade, and it saves me two or three million. Um, Diaby's there, but he could be another 6.5. He seems the best, I think, out of that. I want to keep Madison as well. Um, and uh, I've got Archer and Alvarez and Haaland. So this one here, I like. This would be something I'll probably go with. Um, I've got 0.5, so there'll, there'll be extra changes. I probably won't. I might not even better afford this, but I can make sacrifices. Um, I don't. What, what's your wild card? Are you going to wild card soon, or not bother? Or yeah, I had a quick look earlier, and um, I think game week ten work might work better for my team than game week nine, just because. I've got triple Man United, for instance. In game week nine, they go to Sheffield United. Do I want a wild card out yeah. of those three players? Um, I also don't have any Arsenal. Now, I want to bring Arsenal. Well, I have Saliba, but no attackers. So game week 10, is they played Sheffield United then. That's the time for me to move for Arsenal yeah. players, I think. And I think there's... Um, there's a couple more instances in my team. I'm just going to have a look that uh, I'm sure there was there was something else which I, somebody else saw... Um, that I owned, I can't quite see it right now, but it, it made it made a little bit more sense for me in game week ten, I think. But it's mm. very team dependent. I'm not saying that's a definite. I might get to game week nine is nice in a way because you'll have two weeks during the international break yeah. to really kind of look. At, I like having that time yeah. to do it. But yeah, I think I'll be wild guarding in and around nine, ten, something yeah. like that. Yeah, um, I, I mean, there's an interesting point we say about Manchester United. So I'll be ditching my Manchester United. Mm players as they as they uh, had a good fixture was it Sheffield United game week 10 did you say or game week nine yeah uh, in game week nine no it was even worse so I go I go straight into that probably with a oh my god I've wasted my wild card and other people have that as well but I cannot see how the likes of Fernandez and Rashford fit in if you want Salah yeah. as well I, I can't No, I, I, it's a, it's a, I mean I think if you're going to I think the players you probably want on the wild card are probably Haaland, yeah. Salah and Son and that is very very difficult to you can do it yeah. but it requires sacrifices elsewhere doesn't yeah. it okay. so um, yeah. yeah and game week 10 as well it's that, that Brighton fixture swing kicks yeah. in then so, um, and then that might be a time I mean it's going to be complicated with Brighton isn't it because of Europe we saw it yeah. last week that yeah. The, the the rotation, but somebody like Matoma is going to play more yeah. often than not. Yeah, so, and um, and I think the same with the Stupinan as well, and also, yeah. so that's why I wanted to make sure I had a bench because you've got mm. a, and I want Brighton assets, so I'm I'm looking for yeah, I think it's I think it's game week ten or so 
their fixtures start improving. Yeah, and so yeah. I don't want to miss out on that. And I think those miss who wildcarded last week, for example, probably didn't go for Brighton assets. Um, yeah. And so they might want to consider getting them in. Um, here's another draft I put up. I'm calling this one Gordon's Alive um, because Gordon could be the key to unlocking Trippier. Um, and I may or may not go for this. Gordon's on four yellow cards, I understand. But so he might have actually got banned and come back by the time I wildcard. Um, he might yeah. still be on those and he might be. Um, I'm not sure whether he got all the four yellows for idiot behavior <laughs> of just answering back. <laughs> they may have got them for just like reckless tackling here and there. Um, but uh, which is which is still not good. But, um, you know, it might be it might be some dubious yellows there. But anyway, so. Um, Ignore Turner, it's Ariola. Ariola and Leno, I still like that. I think that's going to be locked in for me. Stupanan, he's still there. Bayer's still there. Botman, and I've managed to go up. So no Matty Cash, I've gone up to Trippier, 6.5. So I've got that double. So when Newcastle's fixtures are good, I can just go double Newcastle defence. And Dogi mm-hmm. is there as well. Um, then I have got um, Saka, just want to keep him. So as you can see, he's nailed on. Salah nailed, Matoma nailed, Madison nailed. So I've got quite a few of these players are pretty much locked in. I mean, I don't own a lot of them at the moment, but they're locked in in my thoughts. Um, and Gordon is that one million or so cheaper than the likes of Diaby. And it was something I completely forgot about. I think I spoke about Trippier last week on the Newcastle All or Nothing documentary on Amazon about sort of what a, what a footballing machine he appears. Like he's almost like a robot. And, and, and it, indeed, his, his robotic assist delivery is incredible. Um, but one thing that struck me in that, that documentary was that when Gordon came on, came into Newcastle, he was seen as the great hope for Newcastle uh, under mm. their new ownership. They had um, pinpointed Gordon as exactly the player they needed. And at the time, they were on a bit of a bad run. And they saw Gordon as their saviour. And I think most of us here just thought, what, that young kid who's at Everton, uh, who like Chelsea wanted for like 100 million or something. Um, But I think he's showing that he's actually the player they bought. He's the player that they want to have. And Barnes is out at the moment. So Gordon will definitely play. And I think he's an intriguing option here because look what he unlocks. You can keep Alvarez. So up front, I've got Archer, Alvarez and Haaland. So you've got, you can have that 7 million or so striker. You can have Trippier. Um, you can have Salah. Obviously Haaland. You can get Saka in. Keep Madison. Um, and you've got, so what do you, what do you think of that, Gordon? Could, could he be in your wildcard? Well, a week ago, I would have said no because of the rotation, but this toe injury to Harvey Barnes, which Eddie Howe's come out and said is probably going to keep him out for months rather than weeks. Suddenly now he's the main man on that that left flank. Right. And uh, what we've always wanted at Newcastle was a nailed attacker. We've always wanted Wilson or Isak um, to to kind of cement that, that, that place where they're starting every league game and it hasn't happened. There's rotation all over the place there. So maybe Gordon now at 5.6, he's not going to play every game because yeah. he can't play every game with Europe, but he's going to play most of those mm. games Things now. He's young, how loves him. Yeah. So I think that, yeah, I, I completely get why people uh, are, are kind of looking at Gordon as a bit of an enabler now. He's definitely gone up my kind of watch list from this time last week yeah. after the injury to Barnes. Yeah. And and for me, historically with my wild cards, I'm looking for like a uh, Ryan Fraser. I'm looking for that 5.5 midfielder. Gordon could be that guy. 
and it, I love what it unlocks, and that's really good. So I do not rule this out. Um, here, I've put a third one in here. So this is the 451. Um, I'm very, very unlikely to do this, but other people might want to. And once again, look what it can unlock, which is quite good. Um, you you get... Um, so once again, these have all got about half a million left in the bank. So you, so you can still have that Leno Areolas. You can still splash the cash on that goalkeeping combination. You get the likes of a Stupinan in. You can have Botman and Trippier and a Dogie and Cash. So you've got a great back five there and you just bench whichever one. So you've got a four there and you've got, but you've got five good defenders. Bench the one with a poor fixture. Um, that's great. And you've got a great first sub. You can have Saka, Salah, Matoma. You can go up to Diaby. There's no need for Gordon. You can go straight to Diaby and you get Madison. Archer is still very crucial to this sort of setup. Um, I've got another one. So 4.4 Mumbama there. Um, so, um, and then you've got Haaland. What I like about this is that you, you can just have a good first sub on your defence and you can just play a 4-5-1. And often I find trying to nail the... The right striker is quite difficult. But why I probably wouldn't do this is very inflexible. I'm sure I will want another striker at some point. And, and uh, you know, to miss out on Alvarez or Watkins or, you know, whoever, even like a Ferguson again, um, uh, or even getting a Jal Pedro would be difficult. It's, 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 you've got to make some more sacrifice. So it's very inflexible, this. So I probably won't go for this, but other people might want to. Um, but I don't know about you. Um, would you consider four five one, or do you sort of share my fears of it as well? Yeah, I like having that slot open for somebody in that kind of six yeah. to eight million pound kind of bracket yeah. because there has been quite a few. You know, we've spoken about it on the tables. There's actually been quite a few forwards who've been really mm. interesting, be it Ed, Edward or Awanihi or Salanke recently. You've got Morris now. Yeah. You've got Watkins, who's about starting some good fixtures. So there's and then Alvarez, of course. So there's yeah, there's. There's a few too many good options there to restrict myself to none, I think, which is what you're essentially doing with that draft. Yeah. But I love the I love the midfield in those. I mean, um, in that particular draft we're looking at, it's um, it's got everything you want, hasn't it? So, um, but yeah, I would I would be tempted to take out one of those defenders, drop to a cheaper one, and then bump up your striker. Uh, okay. Um, uh, okay. So there's some wildcard thoughts there. I mean, as I said, it's, I'm just sort of getting getting those thoughts in early, just see what I could mm. afford. Um, because you think, oh, I want this player and that player. And I thought, is that actually affordable? Am I going to be millions out? And it uh, sacrifices have to be made, but they're very doable to get what I hope to be a better team um, at that time. Yeah. And other people might have already done that. They might. This might give some ideas. There's some three sort of ideas there. Uh, okay. Um, let's have a look in the live chat. Hopefully you put some questions in there. Um, so we'll, 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 we'll go through them. Uh, Nihal asked... Um, He's got one free transfer. Do you think he should do Chilwell to Trippier or Sterling to Bowen? Um, I would probably do the new cap. I mean, it depends what you've got planned going forward, but just in isolation, those moves, I think I'd probably, I like the West Ham midfielder this week, but then they've got Newcastle and Villa after. I feel like maybe... Newcastle's run, which is really good over the next kind of four mm. fixtures, I think that's probably a time for the Newcastle defender now, and then maybe the West Ham mid. Once you get a bit of a longer run, yeah, um, you, you're pinning a lot of hopes on that Sheffield United game, which could be really good for them. 
like we saw with Newcastle at the weekend. But um, yeah, I think that that Burnley West Ham Palace Wolves is still a really nice little stretch for Newcastle. So I probably favour Trippier, Trippier, I think. Um, uh, the uh, Let's Talk Vinyl uh, missed the start of the show, but he's, he's here now. Um, uh, but he does, he's thinking ahead for those game Morrison. Who's the best under the radar replacement for Morris next week yeah. when we want to ditch him? Uh, for a similar yeah. price. Um, well, I mean, there are there are options there. So if you want to make that move, if you've already got Morrison, you want to ditch him or put him in and move him on. So, for example, Edward has a hamstring issue, we think, but he could be back for game week eight clash uh, Crystal Palace against Nottingham Forest. So Edward could be an option there. If you've got a bit more money, uh, Bournemouth play Everton. So yeah. Solanke. Uh, so if you've got a yeah, bit more money, and, Solanke um, looks good. And two good fixtures after that as well for Solanke as well. So that's where I'd go personally. Yeah. Um, you could take a chance on just fit if you already own um, Archer against Fulham. Um, it's not a bad option. I may even play Archer in game week yeah. eight. Um, if I don't go 4-5-1, I'll play Archer because I don't fancy um, Luton's chances of scoring um, against Tottenham. But you never know. I think Morris is a good first on the bench. So I'm not going to get rid. Um uh, Fulham play Sheffield United, so there's some plenty of cheap options up front for Fulham, but they might not start. Um, and of course, um, I think that's it really. Um, in that sort of bracket, um, you could go. I mean, Brighton have got a tough match against Liverpool at home, but Pedro, um, if you're sort of dead ending your team and you think Pedro's going to get some minutes, he is on penalties, so he mm. is a viable option. I'd probably just keep keep Morris. Um, for that week, but if you want to get ditched in game week eight, there's plenty of options there to move to. I think I think you 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 probably agree with me that Solanke, if you've got the money, it's probably the one. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Everton, Everton Wolves, and Burnley in a row. Yeah, I, I was looking. I don't own a Morris, and I was looking at Solanke for that little run anyway, because yeah. um, he's so important to the to the team. And I know Bournemouth haven't won yet, but he's still ticking along, even though they're losing matches. So. If they can go, they're going to be eyeing up three points in those matches. Um, really important games for them. So, yeah, I like Solanke a lot for that little run. Uh, Joshua Tan asked, start one of Bayer, Sterling or Stupinan. I don't even know if he's joking about that. Um, wow, if that's uh, if that's the extent of your benching dilemmas, you must have a great rest of the team. Um, I would play Sterling, just always favour the attacker. Just yeah, always. same. Yeah. Um, Darwin for Morris next week. So, yeah, if you've got two million, yeah, um, Darwin in for Morris in that, what we spoke about, game week eight. That sounds sounds good against Brighton. Um, uh, Rio asks, which one should I bench? Rashford, Fernandez, Bomo, Sterling or Valres? Because he has Morris. Okay, so he's got Morris in, but that's stacked him up. So he's got lots of viable alternatives there. Um, well, that's a tough one. Um, I'd probably bench and Bomo, I guess, or Sterling. It'd be between those two, but yeah, probably it, Bomo. It's, it's got to be one of those two, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, Bomo, I would, that was my initial thought, but he has got penalties, and penalties we've seen before can be yeah. very important for these players. Sterling doesn't have that, at least we don't think he does. No. Um, it's 
I mean, if if Brozier doesn't look ready and you think Sterling's going going to play through the middle, mm. which might be good for him or not, it's quite hard to hard to, hard to know. Sometimes <clears> you think, oh, out of position as a striker, great. But sometimes with Sterling, it's better for him to be in those wider wider positions. But I do think that, yeah, see what happens with Brozier. It's got to be one of those two, though. Yeah. Um, Brentford have looked terrible over the past couple of games, but on Bowmeyer's penalties, but... Yeah, I'm a bit unsure. It's got to be one of those two, though. Uh, um, Super Tiger asks, can we rank our top three uh, double game week defenders to get? Okay, so uh, Kabor, okay. Bell, <laughs> Bayer. <laughs> well, yeah, I would probably go to Luton just because I think yeah. Everton Everton look better at the weekend. I think they'll score, but it's mm. that home match against, it's the home game against Burnley, which yeah. you would if you're going to be eyeing up for points, if you think they can get some, I think that Kabor and Bell, they both played at the weekend. So you'd hope that they get a couple of starts. God, if you want to go three deep into somebody like Lou, and then you might just go for somebody like Lockyer who's nailed at the back. Um, Because the wing backs, Giles was playing a lot at the beginning of the season. He's since dropped out. Alfie Doughty's come out. He played a good first half the other day, but I'm I'm not quite sure. They've switched formations. They're still playing wing backs, but they've got wingers now. And I don't know if that, I don't know if if those wing backs are going to get two starts. So maybe somebody like Lockyer, who is, if he's fit, he is going to play twice. Maybe that would be the way to go. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so yeah, some managers out there play the game differently and they might just want to just load up on something, just go for just one, hope there's one outcome, particular outcome, in which case a a looting, two looting clean sheets and you tripled up on their defence. Wow. (laughs) You're going to get such a rank rise with that. So that is is an option. But then you're left with, unfortunately, three yeah. Luton defenders going forward. So we've got Tottenham. Yeah. So if if somehow yeah. you've already got one and you've got two free transfers and you're dead ending your team, this is very specific. That person mm-hmm. is out there and that is an option. Um, that's something I would consider if I had two free transfers and was dead ending my team. I don't think yeah, that's, if you were, that's if, if you were playing a wild card in eight. Yeah. I'm, I think, I think going for the game players, I'm not, I'm not sure if I, I'd probably say, well, one Luton defender is enough, and I'd probably go for, say, Morris and Amduni or something yeah, like that, or yeah. uh, or take take a massive punt in midfield and yeah. go for Colliosho or something. Um, yeah. But, yeah, but yeah, if you're dead ending, then going for a double game week players and just hoping you get yeah. lucky, that's not a bad tactic. Yeah, um, Rodrev, any reason for March not playing? I, none that I know of. Um, he does. Uh, you might better help me, Tom, with the latest on any injuries or. He, he, I looked into it yesterday because he played. He played ninety minutes in Europe in Thursday, mm. didn't he? And then he yeah. and he was on the bench at the weekend, wasn't he? And he didn't play at all. And Deserby just came out and said, "Look, you just can't. We, we've got to bench some players every now and again to protect them." Mm. So it was obviously a conscious but, decision yeah. to play him in Europe and then rest him in the Premier League, yeah. which isn't ideal. Um, which, but maybe is. But it, is he get, he's going to get benched more for going forward probably than Matoma, isn't he? Yes, so that yeah. That's it. Right. I mean, it just so. highlights how difficult it is to mm. nail down a Brighton attacker and nail down a Brighton attacker who's going to play and do well. Um, it's quite hard. Um, so that's why I got rid of Ferguson. You know, I've, I'll take I'll take my win of the hat trick mm-hmm. and, and, and run. And because, you know, they're just not going to play. The same for March. I think Matoma is probably the most nailed, but he will, won't start every mm. match as we've seen. Yeah. But he can, can change a match when he comes on. Daniel asks, mm. he's surprised at seeing no Trent uh, Alexander in wildcard nine drafts. Um, you try it. 
Are you try getting Trent Alexander-Arnold and Salah and Haaland and having a good rest of the team? If you can do that, be my guest. But I've tried many times. You can't. And I tried at the start of the season and we got a come back to the start of the season. This is why you didn't see people with Trent and Salah and Haaland and a good rest of the team because it's impossible. You just can't do that. It's, it's quite difficult to go to get Trippier. But if you did desperately want that, you can't have Trippier and you need that extra one and a half million. You can probably shave that off elsewhere. But I already think Salah yeah. is, is, is causing sacrifices. So you, I yeah, don't and I think for, um, for Trent to offer value, he's going to need to be getting a few clean sheets to supplement oh, yeah. uh, to attacking returns. Now, yeah. watching Liverpool this season, there's a lot of goals in that team, but um, I'm not seeing as much defensive stability. It looks like you can get at Liverpool a bit. So mm-hmm. is Alexander-Arnold then going to be worth the outlay? if you're relying on goals and assists to, to get in points. I think he needs that clean sheet as like a base yeah. um, to, to, to then get the other points. So not ruling it out. It could be a great differential there. Yeah. But like you say, if you want Haaland, Salah, so on, it's not impossible to get him in a setup then with those guys. Um, uproar, um, as I said, he's got Gusto, who's obviously suspended, <clears throat> Madison, who could be out, and Edward, who could be out, possibly not playing. Should I wildcard? My instinct would be not to. I think you're fine. The, I mean, Gusto, you can easily just bang on your bench, nice and cheap. Um, Madison, you can bench as well. Edwards can be replaced with Morris. And so um, I think yeah. you're fine. So if you've already got Morris as well, um, but I don't. I don't think that's an option because unless you find out they're all long term absences, which we know with Gusto yeah. won't be. Although it could be with James being back um, rather. But Madison Edward, we don't think that's long term at this stage. But listen to Team News, mm. watch that at the end of the week. Um, uh, do, 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 Michael has pointed out that uh, th- uh, three out of four Gordon's yellows were for silly fouls. So while I called um, Jackson yellow cards idiotic. I will now refer to Gordon's yellow cards as silly. <laughs> uh, three, three, three of them, yeah. Yeah, all three of them. One of them's, I don't know what that was. Maybe just violent. <laughs> silly, <laughs> s- silly and violent. <laughs> um, I don't actually know. I, I, I mean, I, I like to think I keep up with these things, but I don't know what each incident was specifically for. So I'd have to look back on that. Okay, so. um, let's go. Let's rifle through some of these because we're coming up to an hour and a half. Um uh, Choco, would you prioritise double Newcastle defence or double Spurs attack? Um, this week, double Newcastle defence. Next week, double Spurs attack. Not double Spurs attack this week. That, yeah, that, I think yeah. so. I mean, yeah, Newcastle, I don't I don't think you have to double up on the defence. I think they've got some nice fixtures. But after Burnley, it's West Ham and Palace. So the two fixtures where you did probably want to double up were Sheffield United, Burnley. After that, yeah. I don't think you have to, I don't think you have to double up for that. So I don't think you have to rush into it. I think if you've no. got a Botman or a Trippier, that's fine too. And the, t- and the, the, the great thing with Tottenham is that when you get the goal alert, Son and Madison are so involved at the moment yeah. that I feel really comfortable with a double up for that little run that they've got. Yeah. So. Uh, we'll, we'll rattle through these ones. Michael asks, play one of Saliba, Stupan, Gavardio. Um, I think the check check on the team sheet whether Gavardio's playing midweek. If he is, he'd probably be dropped, possibly, for the rota- rotator at the weekend, maybe. But my instinct would be if all of them are starting him, 
the Man City guy. Playing yeah, sports. I don't, yeah, I think so. I don't mind playing Saliba because Arsenal no. do tend yeah, to keep yeah. more clean sheets on the road anyway. Yeah. But um, obviously, the, the City defence at Wolves is probably a, a bit of a better one to back. But uh, if Rice is fit, Saliba, I'll probably be playing in this week, I think. Okay. Um, Jim asks, can we ignore price rises for Son, Salah and Newcastle? My wildcard now has got... Uh, this is quite complicated here. Um, so I, I guess the question is, um, yeah, if you if you wildcard now, obviously these a lot of these players are going up in price, and the teams I put yeah. up, you might not better put up, might better afford, and that's why I put an extra half a million aside for the teams I put up. I did not do it down to zero because there's no way they're going to be there. Um, even I'm conscious of price rises, and I'm notoriously not don't care about price rises but even I sometimes when you're edging towards a wild card and you're starting to get the teams you want I don't think you can ignore the price rise so if you want to get a Newcastle or player or Son or Salah long term and you can get them now I don't think you need to wild card now but you can so for example Tom in your case you might want Botman going forward anyway so sensible move to get him in because he's going to go up in price a lot Um, and that's yeah uh, so I think that that counts with a lot of players. Son will go up next week, maybe not this week, but mm. when people start seeing those fixtures, he's against Luton. He's going to go up in price. Um, mm. Yeah, I think I've seen that quite a lot in the community. People looking at potential wild card teams. You know, you could be a million pound. They could be a million pound more expensive in two weeks. But yeah. I don't think you can use that as a decision to wild card. I think you've got to do it when it's right for fixture swings for your team. Mm. Um, I don't think price changes can be. A, the key reason for wild carding and and the landscape can change a lot in two weeks you know the best wild card team now might not be what you're thinking in two or three weeks all it could take is an injury or a ban and then suddenly you've got a bit more money to play with yeah so um yeah i mean i I, I probably don't have to do that no i would have said when bomo was a lock on on my wild card a couple of weeks ago in game week nine now yeah maybe i could do without him um, having yeah. said that, he'll score a hat trick next week. But um, um, final question here from Omar, uh, which sort of sums up a whole bunch of other questions, which is quite nice. It says, "What is your preference between getting Morris this week and then just having one transfer to look at getting Son or Madison in, or and Madison, or rolling, and that gives you the flexibility to go into game week eight and really go to town on on Spurs if you don't, you're not stacked up on those assets." So, it's, I guess it's you're in that position. You've got two two free transfers. You could get another Luton player or address perhaps your, that getting Newcastle defender in, or you could give yourself a lot of flexibility and and, and just retain yeah. those two tra- free transfers for next week. And then, mm. yeah, what would you? Yeah, it kind of it kind of depends who that striker is that you've got. Who you're saying should I go to Morris? Does it? Mm. It doesn't say, does it? What the strike? Who the striker is? If that is somebody like Edward, who is a doubt, yeah then going to Morris makes sense this yeah. week. If it's a player like Alvarez, for instance, who a lot of people got in last week, I think he'll probably play at Wolves. Then I'll probably say, no, I think you can probably afford to stay the track. It depends on the quality of that striker and the jump in, how much Morris is going to be better than that striker that you've already got. Yeah. Um, whilst the double attack Spurs is, it would be really nice for Luton. Um, you don't, you know, there are other good options yeah. still. You know, I don't think we have to say that's an essential move. I think it's a nice move mm. to play, but we've seen out there's a lot of good midfielders out there at the mm. moment, and not all teams, Madison and Son, won't work for that as long as you've got one of them. I think, then, yeah. um, 
Yeah, I don't think you have to rip up your teams for them or no. anything like that. So, no, it's 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 shape. It, it could it could do well, but it, it, it's mm. not. I'm, I'd be I've been more we, enthusiastic about double game weeks in the past. Put it that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we, we thought that the double Spurs attack yeah. was going to pay oh, off last week right. against Sheffield United, and it didn't, did it? Ah, so, what well, um, Omar has revealed is for Jackson. Um, so in that case, I would oh, definitely make that move because Jackson's a problem yeah. long term and yeah. indeed short term. But also, yeah, that. also that frees up money. So you don't necessarily need the two tree transfers because then that will give you one point five in the bank. Yeah, if and you yeah. might have some more anyway. In which case, you know, you've you, you've got a bit a bit of flexibility. It means you can't get both Son and Madison, but you've got flexibility. Having money in the bank is a really nice option, I think. Um, so Omar, yeah. I would definitely, definitely do that. Um, okay, thanks everyone uh, for joining us in the live chat. Thanks so much for your questions. Um, thanks for listening to us for an hour and a half. Um, I hope we've given you some thoughts uh, about some of those under the radar differentials on our tables, some Luton and Burnley gems, maybe, um, and also um, getting those sort of wildcard thoughts, uh, whichever stage you are at that, whether you can do it now or some point in the future. Um, but thanks so much uh, for joining us. Tom, thanks for joining me. Good luck with your game week. I hope it's better yeah. than, than last week's. Um, it sounds like it will because you've still got you've got loads of options and you can do lots and lots mm. of moves. Yeah, although I can remember looking at our teams last week, Joe, and we thought that you were going to be in for the tricky week and I was going to have the good week yeah. and it didn't happen. So I'm, I'm, I don't want to get too confident, no. but I, I do need a good game week because I've had Definitely. a couple of one so let's see how it goes anyway yeah yeah i'm so so with me i'm one million up one million down i can't mm-hmm. I, I just yeah it's, it's really difficult this season um that's, oh that's stage of the season yeah definitely so. um excellent thanks for joining me um thanks everyone for joining us um take care we'll see you next week for some more uh goals and assists imminent gems see you then bye now